Hello everyone and welcome back to Music from the Curator's Chair. I'm your host, Scott. And today is a bit of a, not a momentous occasion, but this month in general is a momentous occasion because it is, after all, Black History Month. Now, why would I do an, uh, like something about Black History Month? Well, honestly, a lot of music that we know and love is due to our uh, african descendant brothers and friends and everyone else in between, really. So... I wanted to say hello and welcome everyone back to Music for the Curator's Share. And today, we are listening to an album that has been in my library for some time, but I haven't really gotten a chance to listen to it in its entirety. It is the soundtrack to the 1974 film Tough Guys by Isaac Hayes. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why are you listening to a soundtrack to a movie from 1974? Well, because it has some good music. I've heard some of the music before in the past. I've heard it sampled by many musicians. And, of course, it is by someone who I would say is one of the innovators of soul music, Isaac Hayes. Now, many of you may know Isaac Hayes from South Park for the role of Chef. Hello there, children! Hey, Chef. How's it going? Bad. Why bad? That was him. He was the one that would always talk to the kids. Kyle, Kenny, Stan, Cartman. He would always talk to them and try and give them advice that he could give as well as he could because they didn't trust their parents. So he was the one that he, they would talk to all the time and do all that crazy stuff. But in the bet back in the day, he did a lot of music. He also did a lot of movies. He also acted in some too. Another album I was going to do today, but I didn't have a chance to, was the soundtrack to the movie Truck Turner, also from 1974. But the reason why I'm doing this one is because some of the music actually has a little bit more of a... A little bit more of a... I don't know what to call it. Like I, I have more of a connection to it. Especially as a kid. I love my movies. I've watched both Kill Bill films numerous times. And I mean numerous, numerous numerous times and I thought to myself you know what why don't I just do a, mu- like a musical podcast about this one for this month I didn't want to just do this every freaking month I'm just doing one a month or what have you but I thought you know what I need to do one about black history for this whole bit black history month and I thought who would be an artist that I could actually listen to like with a short album in its entirety and be able to talk about oh I know Isaac Cage what album, I said? Tough Guys. Why? Three of the songs that are in there, on this album, no less, I remember from childhood. Technically two. One that I learned as I got older, and was sampled by the Texas rap group Ghetto Boys in the 90s. But I'll get to that. It starts off with a theme song, which sounds like it's going to be in a kung fu movie of sorts without Isaac taking over. It sounds like something you hear in like an old 1970s kung fu Bruce Lee sort of movie. And overall, I think it starts out well. That's how it starts. It has a nice little funky soul beat. Like, it just sounds like something different completely. You don't expect it to come out of like someone like Isaac Hayes, but it does. 
In the next two songs, Randolph and, Deer Randolph and Dearborn and The Red Rooster. They're alright in their own way. It doesn't really pick up a whole lot of weird speed or anything like that Joe Bell, which is the one I think is the most. No, it might be the next one after. I can't remember which one it is, but the Red Rooster is the one. The Red is the one that actually has picked up a lot more speed and edginess. That's the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking Joe Bell, but I think I'm just confused with one, one or the other. But either way, they're all great songs. They don't really mesh together. They don't like blend in like I don't remember them, but the Red Rooster is the one that I think of that has the clarinet solo. And just sounds ridiculous. Like it just sounds very, very heavy, like something bad's gonna go down. Then Hago Baba Big, which was the song that was sampled by Ghetto Boys for their album Can't Be Stopped, the track My Point Tricks on Me. Which, to be honest, is one of my favorites from them. But when I found out that was actually sampled, and it was actually from this album, it was from Hung Up on My Baby by Isaac Hayes, I started to appreciate the fact that some musicians in the 90s were able to get the clearance and whatnot to do something like that and make, like, bring the music to the 21st century, well, not 21st century, but a new audience. For example, Eminem did the same thing with Dream On for her song Sing for the Moment off the album Eminem Show, for an example, but that's, that's a different story for another time. I'm only messing with only did it before. If you're a music lover like I am, you'll probably love that sort of But the next one, Kidnap, it kind of takes a more, more of a more gentler tone, nothing too serious. And then comes the second song that I know for myself. The first was the theme song itself, guys, I remember in Kill Bill Volume 2. This one, I remember, was in Volume 1. This one is the one that's used in the animated sequence when the bride is talking about Oren Ishiki, which is 20 years old, and is like one of the top female assassins in the world, if I recall correctly, for her uh, talk, like for a quick little moment. And it's played during that part of the animated sequence when uh, she's about to assassinate some. Mexican governor, maybe? I'm not too certain. Like, one of the... Either the president of the state or the president of, of Mexico. I don't know. They don't really specify. Quentin doesn't really specify. It doesn't matter. She was just hired to kill this dude. And that's it. That's beside the fact. And then comes Bunzo Plenty. That one's a little bit more of a settled down tone. And kind of brings it down to a nice little... Subtle soul groove of sorts, but it doesn't end there. It ends with the end theme, which is just a remix of sorts of the first song, which is the theme song. It actually does well. Like I, like I don't know how to describe it exactly. It's just basically a reprisal of the first song that on this album of theme song. It's good. It doesn't have any. Like it doesn't try to draw you in any further. It's, just, it's trying to say, hey, it's over. It's done with, it's over, good job, you made it through the album, you made it to the movie. Because, well, I mean, there's always, there's always going to be a soundtrack that you just company the movie, but never will it sound like something you can just listen to in the background, like, easy listen. That's 
kind of what John Carpenter kind of did with his albums as of late, with his Lost Dreams albums, as well as the soundtracks that people bought that were from the movies that he made, and just put it off and just put it off for each listen. I personally don't do that often, but there are some albums that I'll listen to because I love the soundtrack so much, that orchestral score or whatever it is. I'll go out of my way and I will buy it and I will listen to it. And I'll keep on listening to it to the end of time, if I have to. But there are some times where that happens. But then there's times where I may not want to listen to it again after watching the movie, but then there's times where I may hear it somewhere, like I might hear it at a restaurant or what have you. I'm like, I remember this song. That's what's happened to me plenty of times with the song Run Fray Run. I've heard it a couple of times with a couple of restaurants that I've been to. And it was actually kind of an inspiration for something that never, for me, never got off the ground, sadly. That's, that's life, honestly. I don't always get my uh, inspired projects off the ground as much as I'd like them to. As much as I'd like to get them off the ground, it's harder to get them off the ground when you don't have an exact plan on how you're going to release it. This out, this review is more of a spur of the moment thing, but also it took a lot of planning to get the first one out. So I mentioned I was going to do one for a while, and I decided to take my time with it. But I needed to get it done. So I got it done, and now here we are. This is all podcast. Now, it's time, but I personally enjoy it for what it is. And I can definitely say, without a doubt, that this podcast wouldn't be made without people like me trying to think of something I'm going to listen to or watch. Watch all of these videos, listen to all of these videos, and record my thoughts. So, here I am, here's what I'm doing with it, and then here we are. Now, to give my final thoughts on the topic, Puff Guys by Isaac Hayes and the Creator. I'm not gonna shimmy shally, dilly dally, or whatever you want to call it. I'm not gonna play around, I'm not gonna dance around and say it's the best album of all time. It's not. There are parts of the album that don't really sound super spectacular, but being an album, an album for a movie, that you can probably just play in the background if you want to, like I have a couple of times, it works. It works if you see what it wants to do. It works if you want to listen to it, how you want to deliver it, and quite frankly, how you want to just think about it. It, it works to such a degree that it hard to mess up a good album, but my rating on this one, I'm going to have to say, there's a 6 out of 10. Now, it's not the best album in the world by Isaac Hayes, far from it, but some of the tracks on there are solid. Out of a 9-track album that's around a half an hour, it's very, very short. But it works in the way that it should. And three of the songs on there, like I mentioned, three to four songs on there are actually amazing. So that gives me a reason to listen to it every now and then, just for those songs. But at the same time, the rest of it just kind of blends together like nothing else. It just kind of blends together like background noise. But if you're a fan of soul music, or you're a fan of the black quotation era or genre of movies, I recommend you get this album, you check out the movie. 
I checked that lady once or twice when I was younger. Didn't really understand it. Same with Chuck Turner. I didn't really understand it, but I checked it out anyways. And I thought the movie was good. At the time when I was a kid, I thought it was great. But now I'm listening to it again. It's not as great as I was. It's not, it's not as great as I thought. But you know what? It's still good. I recommend it. If you're a fan of that genre of movies and you want to be a completionist of all their of all those albums that are out there for it, go right ahead for it. I won't stop you. If you're out there and you listen to it, check it out. Give it a listen. And spread your thoughts about it. If you think it's the worst thing ever that Isaac Hayes ever made, that's your opinion. These are just my opinions of a dude that likes his soul music, alright? So don't be passing judgment on someone that likes their soul music, because honestly, everyone loves a little bit of soul music or a little bit of uh, R&B or funk or rock or even hip-hop. Like, if, like, not to go on a tangent here, but to end this, out, end this review, I wanted to mention that it's Black History Month and... I want you all to think, could you live in a world without, reasonably, really, really live without something like, uh, I don't know, live without soul music, or raw, or metal, which is second a variation of rock, or even hip-hop, or R&B, or funk, or even gospel, or rock and roll? I don't think I could, as a human being, live without anything with the exception of, I couldn't live without anything except for country. I couldn't do that. I couldn't live in a world where there's only countries. I couldn't do it. I like some country, raw country music. I like a little bit of folk, but I, it just, it wouldn't work for me. Now, I'm not suggesting that you all have to go out there and appreciate everything out there that is of African descent or anything like that. I'm not saying What I am saying is that you can Give this album a listen. Listen to it. If you like it, awesome. If not, whatever. It's not a big deal if you don't like it or not. I just want you to respect those that have made music that have changed lives around the world. Because if you think about it, no one would be able to live without music. I could. There might be others that might be able to, but I can't do that. There's a lot of people that can't live without books. There's a lot of people that can't live without movies. There's a lot of things people can't live without. But really, in a world without music, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So, tune in, for, tune in next month, probably around St. Patrick's Day, if I'm able to, have the time to. It is probably going to be on Wednesday the 17th of next month. If I'm able to, I might do it a little bit earlier. But tune in to, one of, uh, to the next episode that will be on one of my favorite bands from Ireland. Thin Lizzie and your album, Chinatown. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Scott, with music from the curator's chair and Isaac Hayes' uh, Tough Guys soundtrack, saying Off Weed is End and End Transmission. Mm-hmm.